Welcome to the Sound Meets Sound podcast. My guest for this episode is Oksana Linda, whose music you can hear playing underneath my voice. had a wonderful time talking with Oksana about everything from music to climate change to war to spirituality to science throughout this podcast you will hear clips of her music you will hear her voice And you will hear me reading some excerpts of a text she wrote. For more information, see the About page for this podcast. Oksana and I began our conversation talking about her musical background. She expressed her frustration with being allowed to follow her own impulses at the piano by playing by ear without any further instruction in playing notated music pieces by other composers. I began when I was three years by ear and my family came from Ukraine and my grandmother was pianist. They they bought a very old, old piano, very old. And they say that I began to play the piano by ear. Of course, I think very elemental. And I was very shy and was afraid of my grandmother because she was very exigent. So my mother decided she, Oksana, will do things like she wants. And I was, well, I went my way. It was not the best thing because I cannot play Rachmaninoff or no, no, complicated music I would like. As you can hear in her music, Oksana has a very nuanced understanding and execution of harmony in her music. But as she explains, she has no conscious compositional process for this. She sometimes enters a trance-like state when writing her music. My daughter Elisa says that I am good in harmony. 
but I, I don't ask me why. I don't know how could I do what I did. I don't understand. Sometimes it seems that I am in trance, that I don't know what I do. I begin make no, not the aid. So sometimes I begin something like a skeleton. of the internal and external world, which are part of life, to find them, to decipher them. Oksana explained how the instruments that she used in the 80s and 90s to create her music, she no longer has them or they're damaged. She sold a few in order to take care of her ailing mother. So in this way, she has faced obstacles in creating new music, though she has been working in audacity. And later in the interview, when we were saying goodbye, she said that she is planning to make more music along with her art and her science studies. But I don't have the instruments I used to make the music I made. The part are to had to sell because I was in charge of my mother and she was very ill. And well, now I I do almost nothing. I have done a bit with audacity. The internal world modulates the image, the form, the extension of sound in time and space. Oksana described to me how, in spite of persistent health issues that affected her brain, music never left her. And during this crisis of health, she was able to have a small studio where she could make music, which was a kind of refuge for her, as she says, and again, she describes the trance-like state she would enter when writing music. Well, you know that music is a kind of refuge where you are looking to be understood by the music. Or you need to make music because you are sometimes are not able to express in words. The part of the brain that has to do with music is resilient. 
So I could be creative, but I could not talk almost with anybody. It was a miracle that I could have this instrument. I have no religion. I, I believe in spiritual things and God. I don't understand. But something allowed me to have this small student. And my daughters, many times, they were studying in the orchestra. You know, no, here in Venezuela, we have this. When I had time, I was in the studio in a kind of trance. I, I don't know, because sometimes I could make things I don't understand how I did. vibrations from infinite sources. Oksana delighted me with a list of music that she likes, besides classical music, which she says is number one, but that when she was working in the labs, she would listen to cassettes that her friends made her of music by Mahavishnu Orchestra, Jean-Pierre Alarsen, Genesis, Yes, and she also mentions that one of the pieces on her album, Recordando a Kitaro, she says it was not inspired by Kitaro, but that after listening to the piece, she said, oh, this sounds like Kitaro, hence the title Recordando a Kitaro. Do you know one of the musicians that I admire very much? Alarsen, Jean-Pierre Alarsen. Tableau number one, I, it's fascinating. And Mahavishnu Orchestra also. And a lot of, well, say not classical, but popular, Tangerine Dream, Pre-Pino and all these people. I used to listen to not only classical music, which is for me number one, but all these people, including Genesis, and yes. So I have um, people around who studied in England and other countries and have very interesting music. And when I was in the labs, I could hear the music. They, they made me cassettes with music. Gentle Giant, the metaphor Mira Marconi, well, a lot. And I love very much Jerry. I feel really in another world. Vangelis, Kitaro, or I have to explain something about Kitaro. I have a piece that the name is Reminding Kitaro. 
as I explained it to someone, it was because I was making, I simply was making music, something, you know. And then I thought, wow, it reminds me guitar. And it has the name it has because of that, not because I had the intention. Thoughts, feelings that weave concerts, mysteries, doubts, chaos and order, darkness and light, the unknown, mirages. Oksana wanted to clarify perhaps a misconception about her relationship to science, which is that she has never left the field of science, and that she continues to study and research science alongside music, which are both very important to her. She then mentioned quantum physics, cosmology, and the science of sound vibration, acoustics, music cognition, that kind of went over my head, but were fascinating and demonstrate this scientist's way that she approaches thinking about art, music, and nature. I cannot leave science because I read in an article, in two articles, that I left science because of music. This is not true. They are really very important for me. In the far future, Time will not exist because of mass, space, and time. In the far, far future, there will be no time. It's not easy to understand. Don't think that I can understand. But I love cosmology and love quantum. I cannot understand very complicated mathematical equations, but it's very interesting. What I also think is that some, some vibrations, maybe not, we don't not hear them, but okay, they are, can impact all our brain is, well, have different parts. And sometimes something comes in, you have a reaction you don't understand. I want to study until my last day.
times remain as melodies imprinted in an eternal, unfinished moment, in a time that has come to a halt, in that persistent memory that returns because it never left. I want to thank Oksana for speaking with me uh, for, I think, about 90 minutes. It was a wonderful conversation. Thank you to Emilio for facilitating that conversation. Uh, thank you to Luis Alvarado from Ba Records for coordinating the interview and for releasing this wonderful music of Oksana's. Thank you also to Ale Hop. And please, please listen to Aksana's album and buy the vinyl and enjoy. 